0: Hi beautiful people! Today we're speaking to Curtis Connor, the former Viner who's now a well-known comedian and YouTuber with nearly 4 million subscribers. Curtis's views never dip below the millions, and in this interview we discover he's reached over a half a billion views. So today, the delightful and kind mayor of Curtis Town tells us how it feels to be so dang successful. Also, Curtis is going on an American tour this summer, so swoop your tickets to see this Master of Comedy live. And now, on to the episode. Hi, Curtis Connor. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Of course. Anytime. Thanks for having me me on.
0: (laughs) Today, I know really the key word for the interview is going to be success, because (laughs) I think an amazing gray area to explore is definitely success and the dichotomies that you might experience while having success, because you absolutely have a lived experience as a successful person, at least from what I can see on the outside, but we'll get into that.
1: Right. Oh, man. (laughs) Maybe this isn't a good idea after all.
0: (laughs) Turn back, turn back. I'm kidding. Uh, Well, to boost you up before we get started, I did want to give you some love and reiterate that when I found you, you're just such a breath of fresh air. And I love, I love spending like a moment on a Sunday afternoon, like getting stoned and watching Curtis Connor videos, because you have a really beautiful balance between basically like teasing the shit out of certain people and subjects without mm-hmm. being cruel. And well, I find thank it you. fascinating.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, thank you. That, that is, that is very nice to hear because that's always, obviously that's the main uh, concern uh, when I do my videos, obviously, especially when it's about a specific person. Uh, like if I'm making a video about like a weird movie or like a, you know, something like that. It's like, I'm not, I'm not really too worried. Obviously people worked on the film, but it's like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a little more disconnected, but when it's an actual, like actual human, it's like, I don't know, even if they're like a terrible person, I still got to like, I don't want to like be punching like down at all. So it's like, yeah. So that, that is, that is good to hear. So, so thanks.
0: Well, it's interesting and so lovely that you even said, use the word obviously, like you're like, well, obviously that's the, that's the focus or that's my intent, which that was going to be one of my questions. Like when you go into something, I really wonder if you are first like storming around your house, maybe I'm projecting (laughs) because that's what I've done many, many times, like storm around the house, use a bunch of profanity, just really like let out. Right. Atrocious information that you're actually diving into. And if you took it a bit more seriously, you could have a very like devastatingly sad channel instead of a comedy channel. Sometimes. Right.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's 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 just under the surface, though. It's definitely, you know, it, at any point it could become that. Um, I've never I don't think I've ever stormed like like around. Like I don't I don't know if that's ever been a thing that I've done um i i wouldn't even know how to how to do that it's like i i I went
0: fury look like (laughs) pardon what does your fury look like
1: (laughs) um uh yeah i don't really know
0: on a bed or something
1: (laughs) i think it's just like oh i don't maybe just like i don't know internalizing maybe or just like trying to like just laugh about it i guess that's Mm -hmm. that's the only thing that would like um, do, like I don't know, so, sort of like help that for me is to like maybe try to just be like, Well, all right, you know, and just like kind of try to be funny about it. But they obviously it's hard sometimes, but um, and like you said, with like the people I make videos about, the stuff that they say is obviously it's uh pretty um angering, right? It's like pretty um bad <laughs> things that people say on the internet sometimes. Um, but I always like, it it is easy to just be like, fuck this person, fuck their idiot. They're stupid. I'm so pissed off. But the way, the first sort of way that my brain sort of like, uh, receives it is just how like absurd the things that people say are. Mm. So like, since it's already absurd, like it's not that much harder to like make it funny. Cause like absurdity is like inherently funny. So it's like, if you're, if they're already sort of there, like I don't really have to do that much. You should just have, I just have to like, kind of repackage the things that they're saying in a not terrible way, basically to be like, this is how funny and insane that the things that they're saying are. But um, yeah, if that makes sense.
0: No, it does. I mean, it's really inspiring to hear because- Humor is such an alchemizing tool. Like when you do see something atrocious, the thought of, I really do immediately go to storming and and just like fury and rage. And a lot of fear really is probably the, at the base of it. Like what mm-hmm. if this never gets better? What if these people win this, like, you know, whatever issue it is, like, what if it gets worse? And-
1: Right, I, yeah, I guess I should say that like a lot of the times- I think I have like the privilege to not be angry about it. You know what I mean? Cause it's like not <laughs> directly. Uh, not, <laughs> not Well, yeah, but no, that too. There's a lot. Also the fact that I'm like a straight white guy. So like a lot of the times the things, like if someone's being like misogynistic or like homophobic or something, and I'm like, make like, um, making fun of them or calling them out. It's not like, it's easy for me. Not easy, but it's like, it's, it's just more, it's not, I'm not the one that they're like discriminating against. So obviously if if I was then obviously I'd go straight to like storming, right? Cuz if someone was like making videos about guys named Curtis, right? I'd be like, "Okay, well all right, fuck this guy, you know." <laughs> um so I obviously I I should say that I'm obviously I'm in I'm privileged to like not be the one that's fucking being like discriminated against. So it's like I feel like it needs to be said basically that plays a big part, but Yeah. Still.
0: Yeah. But you still are offering your voice like as a bit of solace to the people that are experiencing the horrors that you are illuminating through comedy. You know what? Like it reminds me so much of really what George Carlin does. I would say George Carlin had a more.
1: Oh, um, wow. Well, I would have never compared that guy to me, but thanks. (laughs) You could say that.
0: (laughs) Wait, why?
1: Well, I just, cause he's like, you know, like one of the most successful in like I don't know, like talented stand-up comedians ever. And I still <laughs> so have to say that it's
0: sure I wasn't offending you. You're like that, not that guy. That oh I was-
1: <laughs> no. No, he's <laughs> obviously he's like, you know, obviously he's not like the stand-up that I would watch all the time, but you know, obviously he's like an icon for sure.
0: Well, I mean, the YouTube verse might consider you an icon as well. How many millions of views do you get? You are in the you must be in like hundreds of millions at this point.
1: Uh, I don't, I don't know for like all the videos, like co- combined. Yeah. I'm, i I've never, I've never really checked. Like 10
0: million. So that builds up fast. All I'm saying is that you, you. I've actually
1: never checked. I kind of want to know right
0: now. <laughs> I want to know too.
1: <laughs> Where does it even say it? I feel like I should know this.
0: You look in your analytics and then you look at the lifetime. Oh, Okay. I looked recently because I was writing a resume, and I was like, "Oh, nice! What's yours?"
1: Mine is a little over five hundred million.
0: Curtis, <laughs> what a beautiful segue into success. <laughs> That's <topic> crazy today.
1: <laughs> I never actually saw that number before. That's great. That's half a billion.
0: That's half a billion. Yeah.
1: Wow! Cool.
0: Um, and again, I'm just going to commend you because with that voice that you have and that you're using, your your intentionality is based in love and pointing out the absurdity, which is the thing that really beautiful and talented comics do. It's what George Carlin did as well. So mm-hmm. now that we know you have a half a billion views.
1: <laughs> yeah, what the heck? It's <laughs> weird to say out loud. Damn.
0: Uh, I'll send you an award in the mail. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay. I do not want to come right out and say it, but thank you. Yeah. I I will expect one.
0: I will play music over this. Don't you worry. (laughs) Um, How does it feel? I I think that is an interesting question because people would probably suppose a lot of things about how something like that might feel. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like just how, how does it feel to have that many, that many views, I guess.
0: Does it feel like success?
1: I don't, I don't know. That's the thing. It's like, I can't. Obviously, yes. Yeah. That's the thing. I don't know. It's because, yeah, sure. But also it's like, um, I'm never like, just like, okay, nice. I did it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm never like relaxed. so me neither or like i or like sure like obviously i like celebrate um like milestones and stuff uh and usually that's from like that's jenna right. it's, it's usually from like jenna too being like no this is a good we should be celebrating this and i'm like yeah okay, yeah i guess i guess you're right um but especially with youtube like youtube especially it's like when you spend all this time you work and work and work on a video and then you upload it and then you're like, already you're like, okay, well now what? Like now, now what do I have to do? Like, what's the next one going to be? And it has to be better. I want it to be better than the last one because you always want to be improving. Yeah. Um, so there's that always going on in your brain that I've, especially like recently I've been trying to like, like chill with that a bit and just like have like a, you know, just not be so like stressed out all the time. <laughs> um, like I've hired uh, an editor, like a full-time editor, to like do all my podcast stuff. I'm like try. I'm like starting to like, you know, like divvy up the the work a bit, so I'm not just like cooped up in my office all the time, like a little like goblin or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's obviously it's successful. I felt successful when I was able to. It's different. I mean, it's like, I was, I felt successful when I first like quit my job to do YouTube full time, but I also felt successful. Like even before that, when I was like, just if I had a video that I was, that I made while I was like, you know, just doing my other job full time and it was, and it did okay. I was like, that felt successful. So it was like, that's why it's so interesting to like talk about it and think about like, cause Everyone is always working towards, like, yeah, once I get a million subscribers, that's like, that's the goal that I want. And then I'll be man, smooth sailing from there. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like literally, it's not true at all. Yeah. Um, cause then, yeah, it's just like you have all the pressure that you put on yourself, pressure you put that like an audience puts on you, not like purposely, obviously, but you know, people want, and like, it's such a weird thing to complain to be like, if like people keep uh, tweeting me asking about where the new video is. It's like, I like, why would I be, why would you be upset with that? People want to see what you're doing, but you know, it's just like, it's just more, obviously I think uh, if you're a creative, I guess, if it's like, when you see that you're not seeing it as, oh, this person likes what I'm doing and they want to see more of it. You see it as like, oh, well fuck, I'm not doing it like it, you always go to like the the most negative interpretation of it. But, um yeah. That was rambling. I know I did, I asked you like 30 questions at once, but um
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean you know, I'm just sitting here like I cannot express how much that resonates because I the re- only reason I ever got on YouTube was because I had an idea for a book that I felt was a very important message to me. That's what we did an interview about on your channel about like the indoctrination mm-hmm. of Christianity and my sexuality and how it got warped. And I really wanted people to have access to that story. Right. So when I couldn't get it published, I was literally like, okay, so I have to build the audience. I have to show them that these people exist.
1: Right.
0: And, and then fast forward like four years, and I accomplished this extremely beautiful goal that I had set in mind. And yeah. it's not, for a lack of appreciation or anything, all I can do is express that there is, there's almost a sensation that I got personally that was just like, I don't know, still like you you still have to, Keep up with it, and then you've like created a reputation even around the consistency of what you're building. And then I ended up feeling beholden to speaking about like one subject. Like it's at the end of God Is Grey, I was like, I'm going to have to talk about Christianity for the rest of my life. (laughs) Be known as like a Christian prophet. Like I'm not trying to start a cult. I just had a story to tell, and um, and even breaking out of what ended up feeling like a box. It was really interesting because like. I spent so many years freeing myself from it. And then when I felt people look to me as sort of like a beacon of hope of like, oh, well, this is what it could be, or that's how I should think or act or behave. That burden too, I don't want to say burden actually. That is such a privilege, honestly. I really do appreciate it so deeply. But my message was always meant to be like, you do you really like, I'm just going to show you how I did me, but then transitioning away from that and being like, but no, I still have more to give. There's still a lot of me that I haven't expressed yet, or even discovered about myself. I can't stay this one thing, you know?
1: Right. So
0: it was like almost no, no time or energy to celebrate the milestones of like, I think one night I was looking at my book cover and I, I allowed myself to process it. I was just like, bitch, you did that. You <laughs> did it, you know? Yeah. But then I woke up the next day, like, well, and I got to continue on because it, right. it's not like it offers stability. You don't reach a pinnacle and then you're like, and now I sit upon this mountain and I'm good.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. It's not like Thanos at the end of Infinity War and he just like sits and. <laughs> did you see that movie? Did you see Infinity War?
0: no but i okay. think what you're talking about
1: but he has well he does like the. he has like the thing that he wants to do is you like i don't want to spoil it do i care if i spoil it
0: i don't think i'm ever gonna watch it curtis honestly okay
1: that's all right well or they like
0: a boyfriend maybe he'll make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um so i i think he says like now i then i now i can finally rest on a peaceful sunset or something like he does the thing that he wants to do and then he just like sits and chills and then Uh, but it's never, it's not like that really.
0: Um, that sounds more like death or resignation or something. Right. The last option you have, you know what
1: I mean? Yeah. Just sit, just sit down and and do nothing after, which would honestly sounds pretty cool, but I could never.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any moments where you felt like you made a major misstep or you disappointed either the people in your real life or the people in your audience a blind spot, a moment of
1: shame? Um, No, no, no. I've never made a mistake. Uh, <laughs> no, I for sure. I think, I'm trying to think of one specific thing. I mean, obviously I've made like jokes that maybe went a little too far. Something that I mis- misinterpreted in something and made a joke about. Um, There was, I remember one, there was, Um, I was doing a video where I was like, Talking about like my favorite TikToks or something. And I showed one that was, um, that I thought was funny. And then I put it in the video, and then everyone was like, it's, uh, sort of like, um, ableist, sort of. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's, you're right. So I, I had, I took that out of the video and mm-hmm. then I commented and I like pinned the comment in it to like let people know. Um, but,
0: because you learn things in real time. Yeah. Because you have you have millions of voices. I have like tens of thousands of voices. So all of those perspectives and all of those lived experiences, if I have a blind spot, there will be a population in my audience that will recognize it. And right. not falling into shame for not having already known that has been a challenge for me. Do you feel oh. that there?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Anytime anybody says like anything remotely related to them being offended or like hurt by anything I've done is like, yeah, it's like the worst feeling. Cause that's obviously not what I want to do. And it's, yeah, it's like, obviously people, I think people who like watch my videos and stuff are aware that that's not what I'm trying to do. So it's like, I know that it always comes from a place of like respect and like, just like in like trying to teach, but yeah, it's hard when it's when you see something like that and to not take it personally. Cause it's like, all I do is take shit personally. Uh, (laughs) Anything, anything remotely negative. It's like, okay, so I'm a shithead and I'm the worst person ever. So it's like, um, so yeah, I mean like, And that's another thing I'm trying to, you know, work on to be like, yeah, people just talk shit. And like, sometimes they do that and it's fine. But sometimes people genuinely have like good feedback to give you and then you need to be open to that.
0: Yeah. Sometimes it's hard if you have thousands of voices like and they vary between like educational and like, hey, I know your heart and I just want to inform you of this to like.
1: You
0: yeah die, and sometimes literally you know right and is siphoning through those and finding the gold of like what what lesson that I actually supposed to learn because I don't want it to be that I'm just a piece of shit and I should stop doing <laughs> you know. right what
1: I mean? yeah because
0: <laughs> I think yeah, I'm putting a little more good out in the world than just like laying down and dying on the street <laughs> like I'm just like no I think I think I should keep going but like it can get pretty aggressive.
1: I'm very lucky to have the audience I do have, um, of like socially conscious and like inclusive people, um, that, that will, like, if I am speaking out of line at any time, they are, um, you know, mature enough. And they know me enough to be like, yo, yeah, that's, maybe like, don't say that. Like you didn't, you know, you, I know you didn't mean to, but this is what you did and this is how it made me feel. So it's like I've been super, I can't stress enough like how and like every fucking person with an audience says this, but like leg- legitimately I have like the best <laughs> audience, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm very grateful. Um but yeah, it's all it's a it's it's a constant thing. I'm always uh learning, I'm always trying to, you know, be better. Um and making sure I'm not, you know, being a fucking you know, not making people feel like shit because everywhere else, they probably already feel that way. So it's... Yeah, that's
0: clearly not your intention. To which I will just acknowledge that it's interesting because when I built um, my platform, I was doing response videos all the time because I honestly really was naive, like really... I don't know. It's interesting because I live in LA. So I, I'm accustomed to celebrity life. So I was easily processing, Oh, celebrities are human beings. I don't like talking trash about them because you never know when you'll be introduced to them at a party or something. Right. Then when I was on YouTube, I just saw these messages that I mean, I know we're genuinely damaging to the human psyche, sexuality, homophobe, all of it, you know? Yeah. So I was truly angry, and I am grateful that I really intuitively felt it was important to just like center myself and no matter how mad I was, just like try to say things with love and reiterate, like, I'm going after this person in a way, but I also don't want them to be hurt through it. But um, I think after like doing that over a course of years it's just interesting to process because I'm like, I don't know if that was the right approach. I went in it naively, but I know those are people who live in their houses, who have their own lives. And, and at the same time right. we're saying such damaging things. And I don't know how to toe that line. Like drew who you just had on your show. What's her last name?
1: I follow.
0: Yeah. She like yeah. comes off on men on her TikTok and It's just interesting to think about all of it. Like your approach, her approach, my approach, like we're all saying, look at these, look at this toxicity. This needs to stop. But sometimes I feel very conflicted with the way I went about it.
1: Yeah. That's interesting to think about too. Cause I feel like, especially in YouTube space, it's so easy to not, it's going to sound fucked up, but it's easy to forget that they are real people. Like, cause it's just like, you're just, cause you just see the video and you're like, well, this. Again, it's so absurd that you're like, this can't be a real fucking person. There's no way this is a real guy that's like eating like a sandwich. Like he has breakfast every day. Like this yeah. is a real person. I resonate with that a lot too. It's like, I've had like sometimes where I'm like uh, halfway through editing, I'm like, am I even fucking like, this is even worth it? You know, it, they're not going to change. <laughs> like sometimes the people I'm talking about, it's not like they're going to watch my video and be like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, all that stuff I did was pretty messed up. I'm going to stop now. That'd be Uh, be sick. But I think off the side of that, uh, I remember seeing a comment on my subreddit of like a a teenage boy uh, and he commented and he was like, um, I just wanted to comment here and say that like um, I was totally like going down like a really bad path, like on the internet and like the the media I was consuming. Um, And then I, Someone showed me like one of Curtis's videos, and I watched a bunch of his videos, and like I was it sort of like changed that direction, and made me like you know pushed him away from that like really like damaging like harmful pipeline, I guess. So that seeing that was like okay, like what I'm doing actually does have at least a little bit of an impact. Um. But again, they could just be lying, but I'm going to, you know, that could just be someone taking the piss and making shit up, but, um,
0: (laughs) no, that doesn't surprise me at all. That sounds exactly right. Because again, I see a lot of, a lot of thoughtfulness and, and intelligence behind what you're doing. Like, I, I know that you're doing it awake with eyes wide open and it's just, I think one, it's inspiring to just allow us to like breathe and laugh about things that are so hard to, to know. And it's like educational in that way too, because you're really presenting kind of fun, like whether it's a shitty movie or a shitty theology coming from a person, Mm -hmm. you poking at the absurdity is just giving everyone permission, I think to breathe and be like, okay, don't have to take this so seriously, I can breathe. And then in addition to that, I think that if you're not changing the person who is saying the terrible thing, anyone who has a parent or a guardian or a teacher or anyone in their life that is mirroring that person, and they get to tune into Curtis Connor and be like, no, I knew it was wrong. Like just knowing sometimes that what's happening to you is not okay. Right. Invaluable to someone, especially when they're in a really isolated community where they're not aware that these things are inappropriate. And then they also have a straight dude with a hot fiance, girlfriend,
1: Girlfriend. um,
0: (laughs) and a lot of success to be like, I'm comfortable in my masculinity and I do and say what I want, as long as it's respecting others and I know how to respect women and just existing in that form and showing people that is a version of masculinity that is not only like acceptable, but admirable is also giving permission, you know, Mm -hmm. valuable. Yeah.
1: That's, that's a nice way to, to look at it. Yeah. I mean, I get so hearing that is, is good. Cause I, I feel like I get so caught up in just the, the process of just making videos that I don't have time to just like think about all of that, you know, like yeah. think about all of the.
0: Your social responsibility to save right. from misogyny.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just get caught up in trying to make a funny video that it that's that I guess that's sort of lost on me sometimes. So that it that is nice to hear. Um but yeah I mean I've always yeah I mean I guess when I started it took me like a little bit obviously because when I started doing comedy I was like um 19. Um I was 19 years old and I'm 28 now so uh, but when I was nineteen, I was making not like the best jokes. And I mean, I mean, and I mean the way as in like how funny they were because they were not funny, but also just like the subject matter. Um, mm-hmm. Like it was sort of like I, I, when you just start comedy, you're just like, I don't, I don't have nothing. To talk, I don't have anything to talk about. I don't know what. I, I have nothing. I've never ri- written so a joke hard. before. <laughs> right? Like I haven't done anything. So it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. So you just go to like, I think when comedians first start out, they just go to like the shock value stuff to be mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm just saying the craziest shit. Cause it's going to get a reaction. Cause nothing that I'm saying about my life is getting a reaction. So, um, so yeah, it definitely took a while to, uh, you know, learn that the things that you're joking about even if they're jokes like you have to be mindful about how you're joking about them and how and what angle you're coming at them from um cuz you know when you have someone like you I'm I'm a believer in that anything you can write a joke about anything but you just have to do it with respect and like with a little bit of like forethought like there can be smart jokes about like the trans people, right? that yeah, that is possible, but there's people who like Dave Chappelle, who just come out and they're like, Fuck these people. I don't get it. And it's like, what is what is that? Like that's not even something yeah. f- like you're it's not new. It's not funny. It's just like it's hack shit. It's just like, I don't even know what I, the point I was making. but yeah, well, I you think
0: reminded me of one of my favorite jokes,
1: <laughs> Wow, well, oh no you ready sure
0: (laughs) it's a zach galifianakis Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and he's like can i can i just ask you all like do you think it looks gay if i hold my finger like this while i'm sucking dick
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's a great joke
0: (laughs) (laughs) and like that just popped in my head because it's like that's a gay joke, but I mean, is that, right. I don't know. It's just like, I think it's smart and sweet and unique and it's not It's not demeaning to anyone, you know?
1: Right, yeah, it's just like a There's- clever misdirection <laughs> thing. Yeah, it's really funny.
0: Yeah beautiful people today's partner has a product i use every dang day it's a1 by athletic greens i combine cashew butter oat milk frozen fruits spinach and one scoop of ag1 every morning and the taste is heaven with one scoop of ag1 you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole food sourced superfoods and probiotics there are zero gmos no nasty chemicals or artificial flavors and less than one gram of sugar. And I know that eating healthy can be pricey and feel elitist, but AG1 costs less than $3 a day. Furthermore, and you know I love this, Athletic Greens is a climate-neutral certified company. And for every purchase, AG donates to organizations that help get nutritious food to kids in need. In 2020, AG donated over 1.2 million meals to kids. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash goddessgrey, that's G-R-E-Y. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash goddessgrey to take ownership over your health and support kids in need while doing it. And this episode is also sponsored by BetterHelp because we all deserve to ask for and receive the help that we need. The human experience is not easy. I know so many people who have benefited from therapy. And let's be honest, reaching a personal goal of being healthy, mind, body, and soul is no easy feat. The therapist at BetterHelp can empower you to face anxiety, fear, insecurity, depression, relationship woes, trauma, you name it. If you're facing a dilemma, large or small, BetterHelp can help. If you're a bit wary of therapy, BetterHelp is an excellent option because you can customize the experience to you. You can choose between text if you don't want to be seen, phone or video calls, and the therapists are matched to your personal needs. BetterHelp is more affordable than in-person therapy, and you'll be matched with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is all about. And as a special offer to In The Gray List Listeners, You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com is godisgray. That's betterhelp.com slash godisgray. Thank you again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast episode. Hi, everybody. I'm Katie Segal. And I'm Kurt Sutter. And welcome to
1: our new podcast called Pi people influences and experiences yes it's sort of the uh, get to know you at a deeper level the who what when where and why you are rather than
0: what it is you do
1: absolutely we're not going to talk too much about what people do we just want to know about their families where they come from you know what shapes their parenting if they have kids what shapes their marriages if they're married
0: Well, before we part ways, I'd love to ask you, did you have a concept in your young mind of what success would be? Because the whole idea of like inner child and everything, I feel like the older I get and the more I allow myself to pursue the things that I genuinely love it reminds me of what I was doing as a kid. And mm-hmm. the more I lean into that, the more I'm like, oh, I was doing this shit when I was eight. Like, this is crazy. It's all coming right. back. Again. And I will say that makes me feel successful. Like if I am excited to sit down at my computer, cause I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this fun interview. Like, yeah. that is where I find joy. And I'm like, Oh, I'm in a moment of success because I'm present and I'm joyful. And I feel like I'm back to my roots of what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So do you remember what that was for you?
1: Um, That's a really good question. Um, yeah. Well, when I was a kid, I thought I like had no idea what I was going to, do when i was older uh like i had like i ran through like a bunch of things that when i was a kid like at first i wanted to be like an archaeologist because i thought like (laughs) i I thought like and that's such like a kid job to want because it's not even like i don't even know if that's a job like i don't i think you just dig you can just be that like you could just dig in the dirt for shit like you could just go looking for crap so
0: Indiana Jones boy fantasy.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I wanted to be an archaeologist, and then after that, I wanted to be um, a weatherman because I was really fascinated with uh, the weather. So I want to be a weatherman, like.
0: I, thought, I love that. I just
1: thought it was so cool, and then and then my mom was like, "Well, you have to be like on TV and in front of a lot of people." And then I was like, "Okay, never mind. I, I'll just be a meteorologist because I hate like people looking at me." Um, <laughs> Which is weird to think about now because it's all I do. But um, why did
0: you hate that? Did you just feel
1: I was just like a super shy kid? I hated talking to people. I hated people looking at me. I hated doing like public speaking, like any presentations. I hated, like, honestly, when I was a kid, when I thought just like having a house and like a car was like that's it. Like you, you did it. Like here, you, you're. I was a successful person. Um
0: I feel that in LA if I could get a house.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it wasn't until like high school where it was like I where I was in drama class every year. I just took drama because like my friend took it, because he was like, It'll be easy, it'll be an easy course, so you just fuck around. Uh so we just like went me and my friend uh Min, shout out Min. In Kwan, I don't know if he's, maybe he's listening. I don't know, but it, no, we, we took drama class together as like a joke, but like, we both ended up like really loving it. Um, and like, we would always do like these improv scenes together. And then I took like a media studies class in high school and we were able to like make our own videos. Like that was the final project and like have it just like making funny stuff with all my friends was like the most fun I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't think I really realized it at the time, but like that was like the most fulfilling thing, and it, and it was like so fun just to like try to make something as funny and stupid as we could. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I think when I'm, that is like basically what I'm doing now. So it makes sense if I'm like making a video. If I'm like, like if I'm like while I'm editing, and if something like makes me laugh that I did when I made it, it's like, I'm so stoked. Cause I'm like, Oh, that's, that means it's really funny. If yeah. I can, if I wrote it and it still makes me laugh, I'm like so excited. Um, especially when I'm editing, like any sort of like sketch that I wrote as like a cutaway for like, that I get to use like my green screen and like make some st- like super stupid shit. It's like so much fun. Um,
0: you put in so much work every <laughs> video is like crazy.
1: Thanks. Yeah. I mean, thanks. I'm glad that you, that you noticed. Cause it is, yeah, it's a.
0: Oh, I know. I barely like was able to sustain a life before I got an editor because it's just, it's excruciating. It's hours and hours and I don't even do anything fancy with mine.
1: Right. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's definitely a lot. I mean, I've got it kind of down to like a good routine now that it's, you know, I can, I could do it in like four or five passes, but, um, Ugh. but still it's a lot. Yeah. And, um, which is why I said earlier, I'm like trying to get people to like help with the more tedious stuff. So I can just focus on the fun parts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's whenever I'm making videos or, uh, honestly performing too on stage, like, that's what got me into stand. Like this, what got me into comedy pretty much. I was, uh, was... going to
0: say like, I, success must be that moment where you have mic and a joke just hits.
1: And- oh Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had that last night. I did a show in in Toronto. We just did like a small show just to get ready for tour just to run through some stuff. And I had like a new bit that I and I wrote like weeks ago. But I was like, I don't know if it's even that funny. But then I did it last night for the first time, and it was like it was like the one of the best ones of the night. So I was like, okay, cool. So like that was you know, there's you can't really beat that as a comedian. Just like to have something that you think isn't going to work. And you don't even like write anything down and you just like try it and it works out. It's like, yeah, there's nothing better than it. So it's anytime that I feel like the time that I was like when I, in high school making funny stuff with my friends and just like, you know, goofing around, it's like, that's, that's what makes me the, you know, the happiest. So.
0: Yeah. Um, I really think everyone has that thing. I'm always fascinated to ask that question. Cause I know everyone who is like really, given up everything to pursue what it is they want. And it doesn't have to be an entertainment. Like I think I love people get really true and deep within themselves and they'll, they'll discover things that they were genuinely into. I mean, there are some people on social media and the internet that are miserable because it's actually not aligned with what they even want, you know? Of
1: course. Yeah. Like if I was making videos about like sports stuff, like sports recaps or something. I like sure I'd still making videos, but it's like I wouldn't fucking care, you know. Yeah, here my
0: soul would be dead.
1: <laughs> right, yeah.
0: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Do you I guess um some final questions like do you have an idea of what success really could be or is that even a valuable term when you like come down to it like what do you really right what would you really be proud of your life to look like you know
1: uh yeah <laughs> i don't <laughs> i don't know cuz success is like Webster's dictionary defines success yeah,
0: <laughs> um I, know. I don't i wonder how it does
1: the accomplishment of an aim or purpose okay yeah
0: and that's it I wanted it to be richer.
1: Yeah. Oh. Uh, that's there's like the broad term of like if you're successful, um like in your in terms of like work, like in terms of your like output, like your creative output or something, like in the industry that you're in. That's a super gray area because it's like, I don't know, who's a good example? Like Michael Sarah, right? Uh-huh. It's, he's not like in ever a bunch of movies all the time, right? and like he's not in all the blockbuster films but like he's a successful actor he's yeah. like a beloved successful really talented actor um so it's like not like there's so much in the, even if you're like someone's never heard of you you can like still be really successful in like your area right there's people there's
0: well yeah success and fame don't have to be synonymous but i right. think that, i think some people either achieve fame or like financial success. And Mm -hmm. we'll often find a lot of dissatisfaction in it because it doesn't actually like change a lot of your internal feelings. Like how many times I've looked around Mm -hmm. and been like, I prayed my ass off for this four years ago and now I'm here and I'm depressed all day. And like, how does that even happen? You know?
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. True. I mean, I mean, if you're, I think, I guess you really have to do some deep uh, thinking about what it is you actually want, um, which is hard. Cause like who, like, who knows, you know, you may think you want something, then you get it and you're like, Oh yeah, never mind. But, but if you, I think at the, I, you just have to like boil it down, I guess. Cause like, obviously if you're in it for the money alone obviously money is like objectively makes life easier to have it.
0: Yeah. I want it. Um,
1: yeah. Like it's a <laughs> thing that people want, obviously, cause it makes life easier. Um, well, and so people
0: also have this like false belief that like the Logan brothers and everyone else are just raking in millions. Like whenever I do have like a hateful comment when people are just like, Oh, you're just sitting at home and raking in money and, yeah. and just like, Uh, um a youtube no 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 right
1: (laughs) yeah yeah exactly especially when you're just like getting going it's a a long fucking process like when even when i was on vine and i had like a following on there i was still working at starbucks so like people it was so fucking weird like people walking in and recognizing me being like what are you doing here (laughs) Like don't you have like um, like hundreds of thousands of followers? It's like, yeah, but I have literally no money,
0: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't mean money, <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly um so that was that was always fun to like teach people <laughs> yeah. about how like the how <laughs> people make money on the internet, but you're like, um,
0: just myself humble, that's why I'm- yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh
1: yeah, I mean, I think it's if you're able to do what you love every day no matter what that is and you're able to like do it without any limitations on it and it also if isn't like hurting anyone obviously um
0: good yeah sure you know obviously (laughs) ideally uh
1: then i think that's successful inherently because you're 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 doing it you're doing the thing you achieve you're achieving the thing that you want to do reaching trying to set goals but like not I don't know. Like, I don't, I was never like, I need to get to this amount. I need to get to this amount of followers to be like good. Like I was like, I think at, at the like core of what I was doing and what I still do, it's like, what is something that can be really funny for people to like, um, you know, watch and laugh at. And obviously not every video is going to be a fucking banger. Fucking,
0: I disagree. you know. Every Curtis Conner video is a banger.
1: Well, well, thank you. But <laughs> I have the the analytics on mine that I look at all the fucking time. Whenever I upload a video, and if it's not doing well, I'm like, okay, well, shit. And that's I need. I'm trying to be okay with that. But
0: no. Um, so I was thinking about you one day because because we're friends, I guess, or something. You always come up as, and suggested, and nice. I posted a video, and my I like it took six months hiatus. There was like a bunch of different factors that shifted what I'm doing. And like, I think I had like 968 views and I was like processing it. I was like, "Mm, I used to get three or 400,000 and here we are. And then I saw yours and it had like, Maybe 500,000 or something. And I was like, I wonder if Curtis feels exactly the way I do because (laughs) of what we're used to and what you get acclimated to, you know? Because if you have zero followers and 900 people listen to what you say, which again is such an honor,
1: I try
0: hard not to diminish the importance of that because it, it is supposed to be about impact over any numerical demographic, but it's right psychologically will definitely mess with your head if you let it get in there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like I'm, I, would, I uploaded it a video today. Uh, in my video, it's doing it's number eight out of ten. So of the eight, doing in the eighth place of the last ten videos. Yes. Um, but it's got like, <laughs> but it has like over 250,000 views. And I'm like, I remember before I was like bummed about that. So it's like weird to be like, I sort of have to like watch, try to like watch myself do that to be like, what do you like? Just fucking don't, why are you bummed about 250,000 views in a couple of hours? Like that's incredible. So it's like,
0: it's like like over a football stadium more than that.
1: Right. So (laughs) Yeah. So again, like just, I don't know that is like, that is success, I guess, is fucking being stressed out all the time and, uh, <laughs> and, and worrying. So I like uh,
0: you looked up the definition cause I, it's interesting cause I think the differentiation in my head is realizing that we make success and happiness synonymous. But when you looked up the real definition, it just meant the ability to achieve goals in which case I am right. Goals. Extremely successful, but yeah. I don't have the money to show for it, or like the stability, or the that doesn't guarantee happiness by any far stretch of the imagination. Right. For me, like as a spiritual person, I I practice a lot of like presence and meditation and being in the moment because I do find the most joy is in conversation and in and getting to share a story with someone. Like I love stories. So when I find that piece of joy and try to like keep my eyes open all day and recognize where that exists and and just to be there, that helps. But that is a journey. That's not like where I innately go when I wake up in the morning. I usually like I have to work on not immediately going into a stress hole about how I'm not doing enough, you know? Right.
1: Yeah. Because it's so easy to get into that. Mm-hmm. I guess it's nice to know that that's what success is in term, uh, like according to like scholars. So like, even if you want, to, like, even if you're like, I'm, I'm gonna make breakfast today, and then you go make it, and you're successful. Cool. I love. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's what success is. Cereal.
0: And people, we really, people should give themselves credit. We, we work so hard and you do deserve a day off. I'm so glad you have Jenna there to celebrate your milestones because they deserve to be celebrated. I personally, like on my final note would just encourage everyone to recognize success is simply achieving your goals. And if you do one goal at a time and actually Allow yourself to revel in the fact that you did it, especially if it's a really big goal and you achieve it and like, give yourself the the ability to like, enjoy the process. That's the hardest thing to do in the entire world. Oh, yeah. If for the love of God, you could enjoy a process and celebrate whatever success that brought that would be the dream. And it doesn't matter what you're doing. You don't need fame, clout numbers, Instagram likes, none of it. It's about like, to me, what's bringing you back to that childlike sense of joy playing with your friends. What, what is that to you? Can you find that? And can you build your life around something like
1: that? Bingo. Yeah. I mean, couldn't have said any better myself. There you go. There's (laughs) There's some closing thoughts for sure.
0: Any closing thoughts from you, Curtis? um promote your tour
1: yeah sure that'll be my closing (laughs) thought um come see me on tour i'm doing stand-up with my two best friends it's gonna be a lot of fun we're going to a lot of cities in the u.s um it's my first ever headlining theater tour so uh it's pretty exciting um very nervous but i'm also very excited so i hope you come out to the shows because they're there'll be a lot of fun and I think you'll laugh
0: (laughs) you're gonna be on those marquees that's successful
1: yeah there you go yeah exactly
0: thank you to the successful Curtis Connor
1: that's my full name
0: (laughs) (laughs) we love y'all so much
1: thank you thank you